Welcome to the Below Average Gentleman Fantasy Football Podcast with your hosts, Wesley, Jeff, and Guerra. Welcome in April 15th. I'm your host, Wesley. I'm joined by co-host Jeff. Yeah. And we're joined by a very special co-host, Manny. Manny joins us today. <laughs> finally. Up, Manny? Finally. I finally made it. The brother. <laughs> I'll make you proud, little bro. The brother of Weto. All right. So we gotta we're gonna be talking about the uh little bit. We're gonna dive into some of these fantasy QBs. I I pulled up a uh, top 12 that we're going to be looking at and looking at how early do you draft them? Are they worth it at those positions? But before we get to the fantasy QBs today, let's talk about some news from around the league. First, uh, first bit of news, Giovanni Bernard. Giovanni Bernard has signed with the Bucks. What's the fantasy, fantasy implications here, guys? I think it's sneaky good because we talked about it earlier. I don't think... Gio would have signed him to be the third running back if Tom Brady didn't tell him something like, hey, I like to dump off the ball. <laughs> you know, Manny was saying right before the podcast, as a James White type of guy. Yep. And I like it. I'm not saying he's going to be, you know, some some guy you can start every week in fantasy football, but he might be one that you pick up at the last round and just see what happens week one or two. If this guy gets eight catches a game, that's fantasy relevance in my opinion. Yeah, he's going to be a great backup. Uh, Gio's always, always been... Had a special place in my heart. <laughs> I think he's been on my fantasy team seven of the eight years he's been in the yeah. league. Man, Manny wrote him for about seven weeks this yeah, past I'm year. Still waiting for, I'm still waiting for Joe Mixon to come back. But Gio had a couple good weeks. So, like I said, he's a Tom Brady guy. Dump pass. He can block. He's smart. So, he's, he's going to be a good addition there. I like uh, – I think it's uh, – he's going to be one of these good guys you look at as a flex option through the weeks. If you're, if you're hurting for a third, fourth running back or you need that – you know, you need one of those two flex spots filled. This is a guy you can look at, look at the matchup. This is a guy that's going to catch some balls and get you some points. Well, let's talk about the Bucks in general. Do the Bucks need to draft anyone? Like, every, they re-signed everybody. They're all in for the next year or two years. Just sell your picks for more players now and just win, a, win the, another ship. Doesn't it feel kind of disgusting that this is how we felt about the Patriots every year? Yeah. That... Yeah. You go into the yeah. year and the Patriots are like, God damn it, these guys are going to fucking win again. So it's the Tom Brady way. That's all it is. <laughs> Shout out to all my my fans in Indy, the Tom Brady haters. All of them. <laughs> yeah, that, that Brady's something else. I mean, he, he's another coach on the field. Hey, don't yeah. worry, fans in Indy. You guys got Carson Wentz. Good luck. <laughs> all right. Yeah, I like Carson. He's going he's gonna to be all right, too. James Conner. James Conner signed with the Cardinals. I kind of want to hear what Manny has to say being a Steelers what, fan. My Steeler guy. Yeah, he's injury prone. I mean, made out of glass. Tough guy, you know, beat cancer, but uh, he was very disappointing. You know, the yeah. entire Steeler team was disappointing last year. So it's good to see him go, go to the Cardinals. I think he'll be a good one-two punch there with Chase Edmonds. There goes Chase Edmonds' number one running back value, though. I yeah. think uh, Connor will get a lot of the uh, the red, red zone, you know, the red zone and and. Goal line carries. Do you guys expect Connor to be the one and two down running back? Yeah. I do. Originally, yeah. And Chase Edmonds to be like the third down running back? Well, Chase Edmonds is more of the scat back type role. We saw when he had a full role for one or two weeks that he couldn't carry the load. But he's that change of pace where he's a good fit. I just, 
when I saw the James Conner signing, I'm not sure how I felt being a Cardinals fan. Like, so, I don't know if it feels good or not. Yeah, I don't think you've ever been a James Conner guy. Right? No, not really. <laughs> so, fantasy wise, where does this put James Conner for you? Like, what round? What round ish are you looking at this? No. I, I honestly have no idea. I'm thinking like, man, like round six, five. I don't because he's still a running back, which yeah. holds more value yeah. than the rest. But this is so. This isn't a guy you're looking late third, early fourth. I, I personally so. no. I, I I mean he could go and his ADP is probably gonna be fourth round. Yeah, I, I'm guessing late third, early fourth ADP. Once the once all these fantasy mocks after the rookie, you know, after all these rookies are put in place, we see where all these fantasy guys are going. Here's and, the problem though. If if he's getting drafted end of third, fourth round. You're really taking a flyer on a guy that's injury prone. You don't know what it's going to look like, and you're passing on guys like Robert Woods or Cooper Cup. It, is that worth the risk for a James Conner? So, does this take the Cardinals out of the running at all to get someone like Najee Harris? I think so. Yeah, I think so too. So they're you think they're set on running back, and it's not something they'll look at in the draft. I don't think they're set on running back, but I don't think. They have so many pieces yeah. they can fill. I don't think that they'll they'll yeah. reach for a running back. Yeah, they got 16. other needs. Yeah. And you all know Cliff Kingsbury. This dude's gonna draft a fucking wide receiver. <laughs> I guarantee it. Like, and it's gonna piss Some me guy off. With yeah. a four two forty, it's never gonna heard piss of. me yeah. off. Yeah, you know he'll he'll draft another dude in front of the DK Metcalf and yeah. <laughs> Surprised they didn't go after John Ross there, Wes. <laughs> Yeah, well, Who did John Ross go to the Giants? Giants, okay. Yeah, so he's up there with the uh, Danny Dimes. Him and, him and uh, Galladay can be on the injured list the entire year again. <laughs> that was frustrating. Don't get me started on that one either. All right, Julian Edelman <laughs> has retired, and that's a shocker. I think. Yeah, it's he's still young. Julian Edelman's retired. Uh, what do you think about his Hall of Fame chances? Well, after he signs with the Bucks and wins two more Super Bowls, he'll probably <laughs> be in the Hall of Fame. But honestly, that dude ain't going in the Hall of Fame. He, he His playoff experience and everything he did in the playoffs is awesome. But all in all, he's he's not a, he's not he, a Hall of Fame. If he gets into the Hall of Fame, I think it'll be one of those legacy Hall of Famers 20 years down the line. Yeah. You look at the current backlog of wide receivers right now, you have, I mean, what? We were just talking about it. Reggie Wayne. There's... Don't forget my boy Heinz Ward. Heinz Ward is sitting there. That, I mean, I mean, if you're going to tell me Edelman's going to get into the Hall of Fame and Ocho Cinco is not in there, I mean, we're, I mean, there's a backlog. Yeah, I, I heard uh, an interview the other day with Huzmanzada, uh, TJ Huzmanzada, who was Chad Ocho Cinco's teammate there with the Bengals for years, and he said there's there's no way that Edelman gets in before Ocho Cinco. I mean, that guy's talent alone and what he did, you know, on on a lot of times on a bad team towards the end there, they were pretty good there in the Bengals, but. Yeah, I mean, one-on-one, Edelman. You would have put Ocho Cinco on that same mm-hmm. spot Edelman was in, you know. He, Sterling Sharp yeah. didn't make the Hall of Fame either. Yeah, like, him more with injuries, you know, his his career ended sooner than, than it should have. But, yeah, in his in his prime, he was better than Edelman as well. Yeah, no no doubt about that. All right, on to the uh, barely relevant fantasy news. Uh, Thaddeus Moss signed <laughs> with the Bengals. Yeah, that's a that's a Bengals stat right there. That's a, <laughs> we started, well, with, a, we started with a bang, hey. former Bengal, now we're going to <laughs> we're, a Bengal here. I mean, I'm just trying to pick out the news no, here. No, but honestly, if the, the, if there's any team he could go to and be relevant, it's one with Joe Burrow he played with yeah. in college. Yeah, that's, that's the only true. reason it got yeah. put in the news. It's he's the tight end from college from LSU that played with Burrow in college. There's a chance that Burrow gets him on the team, likes to throw to him. And I don't care if you were undrafted or not. 
Your dad is Randy Moss. Yeah, exactly. You have potential <laughs> in your body somewhere. Yeah. Right? He's a little undersized tight end, you know, blocking purposes, the stuff like Cincinnati that. Cincinnati has a chance skillful. this year to have Jamar Chase and Thaddeus Moss. <laughs> Some real <laughs> homers, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Burrow's turning to Tom Brady. They're yeah. getting to pick his guys, right? Yeah. All right, Jadavion Clowney signed with the Browns. I Not a huge signing. I think it was something around $8 million. It was $10 million based on performance. Does this move the needle for you with their defense? Is this a defense you'd look at streaming-wise now? I or? think so. I liked their defense last year. They have a lot of good pieces. I mean, you've got Miles Garrett on one side and this dude on the other side. They're going to double Miles yep. Garrett. Yep. So if Jadavion Clowney's still good, he's going to he's gonna eat. You have one of the best corners in the league over there. So I, I don't know, man. I like their defense. Yeah, I, I'd, I'd stream them. Yeah, that's one of the defenses I'll definitely be looking at. I mean, if pending your scoring, how it works, even if you, in our regular scoring, when we get, to, you're pretty happy when you get 12 to 15 out of your defense. Mm-hmm. This might be one of these defenses that can sneak up and get it for you. Mm-hmm. This ain't no death row, 70 points a week. No. Nah. Yeah. Thank God. Yeah. Fix that, George. Shout out to death row. <laughs> the, so Justin Fields had his second pro day. The, I watched some of it. The guy looked real crisp. He looked amazing. Without pads. Yeah, but without pads and behind all those invisible linemen that weren't getting hit. So what do you guys think here? Is this draft stock moving up? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm a big uh, big fan of this guy. We got to see him play live with, in the Fiesta Bowl a couple years ago. Actually lost to Trevor Lawrence that year. And um, he was very impressive. Big. I mean, you can see how big he is from the stands. He's a big boy. He, what do you run, a 4, 440? Yeah, yeah that's insane I mean, for ridiculous. a quarterback. I mean, he's no Lamar Jackson. You know, he's not going to be running around making guys miss, but to, he's a good passer. I think he's a very good passer in the pocket, and uh, I think the 49ers would be making a big mistake if they, they don't draft this guy. I agree with that. Yeah. After watching the second pro day, I'm going to be real surprised that the 49ers do not take him at three. Yeah. Shanahan was there, right? So he, he went, he went off, I, off I fully country. expect Mac Jones to start falling now. Yeah, yeah. there's there's absolutely – I, it doesn't I said make it a hundred times. <laughs> there is no doesn't. way they draft Mac Jones. No. I'm living by that. I'm dying by that. There's no way. Yeah, I, no I, I just don't see it. The the Mac Jones thing, and I think we have it on the docket again. Time permitting, we'll get into this Mac Jones thing some more. Oh, yeah, I got something to say about it. Yeah, that. let's <laughs> save it for the end because I'm already fired up about this. Like <laughs> Justin Fields is a ten times I, better quarterback than that guy. I honestly take him too. And, Over, and on Morris. top of the field's news, what the latest news I heard that the 49ers, okay, they, they've been to Justin Fields' pro day, they've been to Mac Jones' pro day, and Trey Lance is very much on the board for them at three. So He should be. If Mac Jones is on the board for you, Trey Lance should be on the board. It sounds like the NFL draft starts at number three. It does, pretty we, much. We know who one and two are. We know what's going to happen. There's no... I don't see any chance Zach Wilson doesn't go two. And, I mean, God forbid Trevor Lawrence doesn't go one. If Trevor Lawrence doesn't <laughs> go one, the draft is going to explode. Just, he would have gone one after his freshman yeah. year. Just know? fire Urban Meyer and let's move on. All right, the fantasy QB talk. We're going we're gonna to start. I know we did, a, we did a top ten episode earlier. Now we're going to start diving into looking at some of these. I pulled a... I pulled a 1 through 12 list, unfortunately for Weddle, that Trevor Lawrence here <laughs> is not in the top 12. I don't think like him when it comes to Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, so that's so a, thank God. He's going to be good, but just not not right away. It's not going to be a whole lot of Trevor Lawrence talk on this uh, 
one through twelve. He was an honorable mention in the top twenty-four, though. So we might get to it eventually. <laughs> Little Bro can talk about him next week. All right. And the point the point of these QBs is we're gonna we're gonna talk about them. How early you guys would draft them, and at those points that you would draft them, are they worth it? And now for me, this guy number one, obviously Patrick Mahomes. This is the only one. I would possibly consider how early you would draft him that it is worth it. The I'm calling shenanigans on this. The, <laughs> this guy, year after year, has put up the points. He's he's the only one you can virtually guarantee that where where you draft him at, if it's a, and we're saying, what, second round? I don't think he's a first rounder. No. I think there's no, too many no. guys in front of him. The earliest you would possibly take this Patrick Mahomes is second round. The... Do you guys consider that worth it? Me personally, no chance. No chance I'm drafting him in the second round. If I draft him in the third round, I would be cringing. Like, it, <laughs> like I understand that he's the best quarterback, but fantasy football, man, you guys know how it is with the quarterbacks. Like, he's going to get a lot of points every week, but is it that much more than you're you're passing on a great running back or wide receiver? You can't screw up those first two picks. Yeah, plain and, and simple. And that happened to me last year. So yeah, I was going to say yeah. we have a guy with the insight here. Yeah. He for the first time I think in ever. all the years I've drafted with this ever, guy ever he he did the stretch for a QB. What is it? Third round? It was no at it was, the end of the third or beginning of the fourth. Something no, it was like third, that. It was third round. Okay. So he took Lamar Jackson third round. And I don't think you were happy with that result. No, Manny. not at all. I traded him away after, what, maybe eight weeks? Pretty <laughs> but, much gave him away. But in your defense at the time, Lamar Jackson was, he destroyed the yeah. league the year before fantasy Rain, football. MVP, yeah. He was ADP second, beginning of third round, and he fell to the end of the third. Like, so in Manny, Manny drafted two players, Lamar's there, and then he's about to draft another player. Like, it looked perfect. I remember at the draft, everyone's like, how did we let Lamar fall to the end of the third? But that just shows you if that player doesn't produce, like that takes a huge hit. Yeah, yeah those first two, th- two, three picks, and you mess that up, it's going to cost you. It's tough to make that up. So we look at Mahomes. I'm guessing it's the ADP is going to be somewhere in the second round with this guy. Where is there's no scenario where you look at an ADP that it's worth it? Like, I mean, let's say first round you took, uh, I mean, you take a Tyreek Hill or you. You know, you take Zeus in the first round. You, If you picked him in the second round, you don't think that's worth it to get that stack? Maybe late second round. Man, like, I, I, I don't know, man. It, like, in my opinion, if if you have an end-of-the-first-round type of pick, I don't think it's going to be worth it to draft him at the beginning of the second. But no. if you're – say you pick one or two, get one of the best running backs, and then it comes around and Mahomes is there, and you think you could grab Mahomes and then, like – a really good player at the beginning of the third, maybe. But man, yeah, I don't think I'm smart enough to pull that off, man. It's got to take know. some luck too. It's got to take some bad picks yeah. to kind of help you out with that too. But, but I mean, I every year it seems like in our leagues he's going at the end of the second, beginning of third. So is the end of a, the second that big of a difference from the beginning of the third? You get the top. So Mahomes' current ADP is 17. Oh my it's middle, God. middle of the second. Yeah. I hope that's how it works in our league, honestly. Yeah, somebody <laughs> else can take them let, 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 let them do it. I'm that's not making fine. that mistake again. But I wouldn't fault. What I'm trying to say is like I, I wouldn't personally do that move, but I would not fault somebody if they did it as a stack. No, no, because no. that's a dangerous stack, whether it's Mahomes and Tyreek or Mahomes yeah. and... If you've done that the last couple of years, you're, you're in the playoffs, you know, yeah. plain and simple. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. 
I mean, if you're if you're stacking him, I mean, it's the same thing. Like if you look at Josh Allen, if you look at some of these guys, if you're stretching a little bit because you're dead set, you want that stack. I'm not going to fault you for that. Mm-hmm. The where where I don't think I would like it is if in the first round you take your running, say you take Zeke in the first round wherever you sit, and then you come back around and take Mahomes. I think you've really hampered yourself. Yeah, because coming back around, you're you're looking real light on running back. You haven't got a receiver. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not a big. If if we're giving advice, that's not the advice I'm giving out. Mm-hmm. No, no. And keep in mind, like if I read some of these ADPs, these things are just ridiculous right now because none of the real mock drafts have started. Mm-hmm. So it's it's hard to get an actual line on ADPs because I was I was just looking at this list here, and there's dudes like Justin Field that have an ADP of 57. There, and that's not Get that's not happening. Here. Yeah, no. no. That dude's ADP is going to be three hundred. Yeah, I mean, it like whose league are you playing in where a rookie quarterback goes in the fourth round? <laughs> yeah, no, or fifth round. Like, right, there's Trevor, no way. I know Weddle might take Trevor Lawrence <laughs> in the top four rounds. <laughs> it's a top ten. It's his man crush. All right, Josh Allen. I know. The, I I know. I mentioned this before. Josh Allen. I I'm taking him before Mahomes, just because of his legs, dude. Like. Yeah, that, and they that run the line. entire yeah. offense through him. It's it's like Mahomes does. He's he's not as good of a thrower, obviously. But and I, Buffalo I, didn't do anything I thought they were going to do with trying to pick up any kind of running back with Zach Moss, with uh, yeah. Devin Singletary. I thought Buffalo was going to do something, pick up one of these, you know, an Aaron Jones, anything. But they did no, nothing. No, they didn't. They're so, like, now we got our we got our running back under center. If you guys remember the playoff game, man, he he got hit so many times. He <laughs> yes. ran, he was. It was yeah. ridiculous how much he ran the ball. And that was in a playoff game where you think they'd be more set. Hey, we're going to pass the ball. We're going to play from behind. No, he was running the ball. So where's where does Josh Allen, how how early do you see this guy going? I, I really think he's going third round. Number two quarterback overall. I still think Mahomes is, is above him. but the Yeah, I think uh, I was looking at third, fourth round. I just think Mahomes, Mahomes probably, we're looking at second rounder, and it might be till late third, early fourth until we see another quarterback yeah probably i think it could be quick though a lot of times when say you're picking a quarterback oh he got mahomes shit i gotta get the next quarterback yeah you know, i mean it happens all on, the time jump dude. on out like when you pick yeah. a defense you pick a kicker all of a sudden hey i gotta get get that guy yeah know? guys get Top scared and want to pick yeah. up the guys here those other positions in the main three yeah i mean so i think for most of us that like based on our, our fantasy strategies and i know manny manny you haven't been here for all the episodes i know between me, Jeff, and Weddle. I've listened to them all, though. But <laughs> what, yeah. the, what this means is all these guys we're talking about, like one through six, probably means we ain't having any of these guys. No, I mean, that's personally, it's too early for me. But if I was going to reach on a quarterback, it's really Josh Allen that I want. Yeah, like, if, yeah. if, it's, if it's a third round and, you've, and I've got Josh Allen and Mahomes there, Call me crazy. I think I'm taking Josh I think, Allen. I think you'll do it, too. I, yeah. think, I think I'll do it. It'd be a huge payoff. Then. Part of the problem... With and what we brought up before was, you know these these first six quarterbacks we'll talk about is when you draft these guys, you you have to keep them because you drafted them with so much capital you can't just drop them and move on. Once you get down through seven through twelve, you're getting down to that part where okay this guy you know if he started the season shitty I can you know I can cut the bait and. Well, that's Move the on. funny part about these quarterbacks is every year we're doing the draft and the top quarterback that's supposed to go off, like the draft's coming around and he's still on the board, he's still on the board, and you're like, 
God, please somebody take him before I have to. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't want to take him in the third, but I, I'm going to have to. Man, Manny it. saved us all last year. <laughs> Thank God. Right. <laughs> Never right. again, boys. Never again. All right. Uh, let's talk about Kyler Murray. Yeah. Shout so, out. If you remember last year, the beginning of the season, Kyler Murray was running around like crazy. Mm-hmm. He was scoring and, rushing touchdowns. And, and I pulled this list. I kind of tried to pull a consensus, not just from us, but looking around and pulling – you know, where people have all these guys ranked a lot, like just consensus wise, Kyle, a lot of people have, it looks like Kyler's coming up around number three and is he worth it at number three to you? Oh man, as a Cardinals fan, top, top I'm five. even saying top five, but yeah. I, I'm not taking him that early. Like I took him in the seventh round this year and I was cringing. I was like, man, like he's got, I had the stack. He runs around, and I was still like, "Man, this is early for a quarterback." Yeah. But that's that's going to be the range five to seven. Five's a little early, but it depends, man. It, it's that boomer bust type with the ground game. Yeah, with saying him. your first four picks, you got your two running backs, you got your two receivers, and I'm thinking, okay, now I need my quarterback. Which, mm-hmm. and that's how I feel. I think if Kyler was there in the fifth round, maybe. If I have, if you're telling me I have to draft Kyler in the fourth. No chance. I can't do it. No. I'd rather have a couple running backs, three running backs and a receiver, you know, three receivers and a running back, whatever. Give me the skilled positions, a top-tier tight end before before I take this guy. I I played the whole year with backup running backs, and it was rough. (laughs) I snuck (laughs) in the playoffs, but it was was rough. (laughs) I mean, because I I think there was a couple weeks, I mean, you were running like Geo, and it was – I mean, it was any dude they, that they you could. They were all starting, though. Well, yeah, Miles they were Sanders all starting. Backup and, yeah, just backups that I get, you know, from injuries. And it was, it, it worked once in a while. I either win or I'd get beat, you know, get killed. So, and pretty much what you're, I mean, it's not the way you actually drafted, but I think one of, one of these future episodes, what we're going to talk about is the zero RB strategy, which by the end of yeah. the season, that's what it felt like Manny was running was a zero RB strategy. Oh, it was. And he had the receivers. He he finally got set at quarterback and made the push, but in the end, the running backs were the downfall. It was, yeah. but he, if you would have ran zero RB strategy last year, think about the running backs that you might have had on your mm-hmm. roster: Tonio Gibson, Cam Akers, J.K. Dobbins, James Robinson, Robinson. James Robinson, the like, number four running back in the league in fantasy was not drafted and goldfish traded him. <laughs> so if you had, okay, so say you, you were smart enough to yank some of those players at the end with the zero RB and you stacked up with all these great wide receivers and you got Kelsey or whatever, a good quarterback, you probably ran through your entire yeah. league. Yeah. A lot of but luck involved there. Such a risky strategy. Yeah, it is. And I mean, the whole point of the art, the zero RB is that you're stacking up your receivers, tight ends, maybe a quarterback before you ever, you know, six round on, you start getting into the mm-hmm. running backs. But it I mean, we're gonna we're gonna have a whole episode talking about strategies and stuff. I might run zero R B this year just to prove a point for my three P. Like I can do it <laughs> any way I want. <laughs> so the fourth running back or quarterback here is Dak Prescott. I coming like, off coming I like off an injury. That, that injury's a big question mark. Yeah that Big question mark, and how early are you willing to take this guy? Because to me, as much as I might, you know, we may not like Dak, and maybe we don't think he's the greatest fantasy or the NFL answer to being a 
you know, a franchise quarterback or stuff. It's the same thing I felt about Tony Romo, but the guy's fantasy gold. Always fantasy relevant. Yeah. It's like Cam Newton before this year. Every year is. But with him, I think he's going to go around the same ADP as he did last year. Last year, him and Kyler were right together in yeah. most drafts I saw. So around six, seven, eight. I'm comfortable there taking Dak Prescott, even after the injury. Yeah. I If, if I can get Dak fifth or sixth, I would say six for me. I might feel okay with it. I feel like I'm stretching if it's fourth or fifth. Yeah. Remember, when he went down, he was the number one quarterback. Like yeah. Yes. Yeah. I think he's he, got playmakers. He was throwing 500 yards a game. Mm-hmm. It was and, insane. And Jerry makes that move and takes that tight end out of Florida, which there's rumors going around. Jerry wants him. You know what Jerry yeah. wants, Jerry gets. Yeah. Well, and that's the best of both worlds. Say he, Kyle Pitts. Say he gets Kyle Pitts and doesn't draft a corner like he should. Their <laughs> defense still sucks, and they're going to have to score a bunch of points. They're just going to keep throwing it. Yep. So, yep. let's do it. So, what, what do you think, Manny? What's the earliest you would take Dak? Uh, maybe seventh round, maybe. Yeah. That earliest, maybe seventh, eighth round. Yeah. So, I mean, I think you're about on the same Aaron page. Rogers, like, on the same boat there. And that's the problem. It's like, even if you're taking Dak, you're still looking at, we haven't even talked about Lamar, Russell Wilson, the Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. yeah. The, 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 the Jeopard- NFL the, MVP. The Jeopardy host. <laughs> Wouldn't that be something if he leaves the Packers to go host Jeopardy? He just, he just might. You though? He, 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 he says he different. wants to be the full-time Jeopardy host. Have you, I watched a couple of the episodes. He's pretty good. He's pretty good. That guy's comment. Charismatic. Like, who, who decided to kick the field goal or whatever he wrote on <laughs> Oh, that was great. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That, was, that was a good laugh there. Yeah. So with all these next quarterbacks, like I know we're going to go through them one by one, but I'll just throw some of the names out. Like Between Dak and Lamar, Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, Deshaun Watson, they're not that far off of each other. So, you know, you say Deshaun Watson, sorry to interrupt there. Yeah, I mean, if he's, I don't see him playing. Yeah, if he, if he plays, sorry. <laughs> yeah. if whether, he he's, plays. whether he's holding out, <laughs> yeah, or he's in jail, I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. But with them, like, I think that's a position I'm in where I'm looking at quarterbacks. I'm like, all right, I like Dak better than the rest of them. But if Aaron Rodgers or Deshaun Watson or whoever is right there close, maybe I'll take a running back and let it go and see if I can get one of these other guys, you know? You can get and, so many guys late, too. And I think this is a real interesting spot. Like, let's say you look at four, four, five, six, and seven, and we're looking at Dak, Lamar Jackson, Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers. When you take Dak and you take him, if you have to take Dak in the fifth round or you have to take Dak in the sixth round, by the time you get down to five, six, and seven between Jackson, Wilson, and Rodgers, let's say you're in the eighth round there, it's a lot easier to part ways. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. Like every year, all of us have players that were drafted six, seven, eight, nine that we cut after two, three weeks. Yeah. It's no big deal. And that's what's interesting with fantasy. It's super easy to cut a running back or wide receiver that you drafted in the fourth round. But when you're trying to cut a, a quarterback that you drafted in the fourth round, you're like, oh man, I'm like, I don't know. Like, yeah. this is it's the quarterback. You made that pick and you don't want to be wrong, you know? <laughs> but the wide receivers are so easy. It's like, oh, this dude sucks now. Pick somebody <laughs> else up. Yeah. Well, like Lamar, every single week we thought it was going to turn around. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, dude, he's got a good matchup. He's eventually going to do it. And then he, he did have moments. Like at the end of the year, he had a couple he big games. He played a lot games, better at the end. Yeah. When he was already off my team. But so <laughs> the next one up on the list is Lamar Jackson. How scared are you? No comment. Based on his past year and where would, where are you taking him? I this is a guy that if you guys let him slip to the seventh eighth round, 
I'll take a flyer on that. You can have him. Yeah, I know. But <laughs> but if I get him that late, like Wes said, I'll cut him for Ryan Tannehill or for I'll whoever take, else. I'll like, take Justin Herbert over that guy. How about that? Yeah, I mean, it's not the worst hot take. Like I, You guys know I don't like Lamar Jackson throwing the football. I think he can't throw the football. But he's fantasy relevant. Yeah, he's still going to rush. He's still going to get you the rushing yards, the rushing touchdowns, the... The guy's still going to be relevant. Did it's they, just did they sign any receivers, Wes? Not really. No receivers. I like, know they they went after insane. a couple, but there was nothing to. They fell went after in their Juju. Lap. They wanted Juju really they bad. They wanted T.Y. Hilton. They want so, but think if you're a receiver, uh, do I want to end my career in Baltimore exactly. this year? No. no. And, and, but what does that say? It's not like, enticing. I, I get it. T.Y. Hilton went back to his his hometown, but he was offered more money from Baltimore. Apparently, a lot more money. He was offered. Juju, yeah. He was offered multi-year more money from Baltimore, and and pretty much was like, "No, nah, I'm good." Yeah, like I'm not that good of a blocker. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just. I, not, and I think maybe that's why he's a big play guy. You know, he wants the ball down the field. All right, Russell Wilson. Uh, all the talks calm. Go Hawks. <laughs> all the talks calm down about this dude uh, trying to pull maybe. out of Seattle here. So right now, it looks like the. He should be playing for Seattle. Rule number one, never pull like out. It. Two, I'm not I'm not big on the Russell Wilson stuff. Like I and all the talk just it feels like stay away from Russell Wilson to me. They want to run the ball more. They're they're mad at him for whatever reason. He's mad at them. I I, I don't know. The way his year ended. Yeah, he was he was fantasy horrible football, down, not good. Horrible down the stretch. In I thought last year was real interesting. Usually Every other year with Russell Wilson, it's been a slow start and come into the fantasy season, into yeah. the fantasy playoffs, he's gold. Mm-hmm. And last year was the opposite. So is there, I mean, where do you draft him? Because I don't want, me personally, I don't want to draft him and be stuck with him. He's the hardest one to gauge out of all yeah, these that's, quarterbacks because he has 40, 50 point games, yeah. but then he has 15 point games and I don't know. He's not one that I'm real high on at quarterback. You know, if he's there at 9 or 10 and you want to take a flyer, okay. But, I mean, unless unless my league goes quarterback heavy and it seems like he's one of the ones left in rounds 9 or 10, maybe. But Yeah, like I'll, Justin Herbert, maybe even Tom Brady. Tom Brady put some big, big numbers there towards the end of the season last year. I picked him up late. Yeah, and it sounds weird Alfie to say. Joe Burrow. I mean, it's, it's, it, it sounds weird to say with Russell Wilson. I almost want to feel like to tell be hey this guy's a streamer. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean it doesn't feel right. <laughs> no, but it he's, even pro- that last year he's probably going to finish the league as a QB one. Mm-hmm. But he still got DK Metcalf. He's yeah, Tyler Lockett resigned, so he he's, he's going to he'll more than likely finish as a QB one. But you want to you want to I feel like I want to say well he you know that's a streaming quarterback, but here he is you know number six on the list of a consensus. He's the Top Tyler 12. Lockett of quarterbacks. <laughs> like, he'll get a boom or yep. bust. Remember that Sunday night game with the Cardinals? Yeah. Oh, I I'm still have <laughs> nightmares like about it. 70 points from Lockett. <laughs> and that was it. I don't All think right. he scored a point after that game. <laughs> it seemed, I, like, seemed like it. But we were just talking about earlier about uh, Lamar Jackson. I'll, I'll take Russell Wilson over Lamar Jackson. Really? I would. I would. That, that's, I would. We should have had him on the grudge holding episode. Because this is all about you, the grudge who holding. Who is a better thrower of the football? I mean, it's yeah, Russell without, Wilson. A, without a doubt. Who's got the weapons? Russell who, Wilson. Who scores more touchdowns? Who, who wants to keep him happy? 
Seattle wants to keep him happy. So I think they might they might finally listen up and say, hey, we're going to throw the ball. We're going to throw the ball a little more because who's the running back now? Carson's gone, right? I'll, I'll make no, he a— he resigned Did he resign with him? Yeah. Okay. Since Weddle's not here, I'll make you a $20 bet right now. Lamar has more fantasy points than Russell Wilson. Okay, $20. All right. All right. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. Here's one on the list. Like Looking at these consensus lists, these weren't ours. I could have pulled back up ours and put them on here, but, I mean, I just decided to do something different here. Aaron Rodgers at number seven. And I honestly MVP. thought I honestly thought this guy should be much higher than seven. Is, is is he dropping because of the talk of him leaving? I don't think so. I mean, he's still going to play. He's still wherever he plays. He's, he's, gonna he's gonna still got numbers. Aaron Jones. He's still got Devontae Adams. Yeah. You know, he's still got Robert Tanyan. It, I mean, they'll. I mean, I'm sure they'll draft another quarterback to back him up they here. Got, they got the exact team back, just like the Bucks, but they're probably going to lose the Bucks again. <laughs> I mean, how do you not go after Will Fuller? How do you not and, go after? A and I mean, in the first round here, they got to pick up a third round quarterback. Or a third third string quarterback. So, <laughs> so oh, I gosh. really, I really like the names in in this spot that Aaron Rodgers is in at seven, eight, nine. Like those are the guys that I really want to target because targeting quarterbacks is better when you're getting good value. Yeah, if you're getting, you know, you already beefed up your roster and now you're getting guys that have the potential to be top five quarterbacks late in the later yeah. in the rounds man yeah i mean you got your starting running backs you got your starting receivers and now hey i'm thinking about maybe even the tight end then you got these quarterbacks like herbert like brady like burrow watson yeah. i mean yeah like you filled some of your slots up yeah. you filled a couple running back slots a couple wide receiver you got a tight end and you're like oh man like deshaun Watt, Aaron Rodgers is still here all right sign me up hey wes where do you have big ben on this this board here uh probably about 32 <laughs> 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 Behind Taysom Hill and Jameis Winston, he's, getting, he's resting his arm. He's gonna be all right. <laughs> I think he'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, it just those weapons. I mean, they do a little bit of Steelers here. I know I'm a if, homer, but if they you, have weapons. If you can get Rodgers as the seventh quarterback off the board, if this is what happens in a fantasy draft, the value is insane. Here. Yeah, yeah, it's great value. What are you like the eighth, ninth round? Yeah, yeah, something I, like that. If yeah. you're yeah, if you're looking at the seventh quarterback, you're if you remember just five, six years ago, Rodgers was. A, First, second rounders on some in some leagues. Oh, yeah. He was a top reformer. Holmes, you know, entered the league, and he had one of his best years last year. Yeah, his Probably current his best year. Yeah. His yeah. current ADP is seventy six right now, which that's he, that's falls, great value. If he falls eighth round, who, who wouldn't want to take him? Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I'm in on that. So, after him, now this is the interesting one: is Deshaun Watson. Now let's factor in everything going on with Deshaun Watson, all the allegations. There's a possibility he gets put on the commissioner's exempt list, doesn't play this year. Now, let's say we don't know. Like right now, if we were doing the draft right now and we know everything we do know about Deshaun Watson, eighth quarterback off the board, let's say ninth round, are you taking the shot? I ain't touching him. I am. (laughs) (laughs) If it's the ninth round and Deshaun Watson's still there, if he's in jail, I'm uh, drafting him in the ninth round. I'm telling you right I now. Mean, it's not really wasting a pick in the ninth round. You're right. That's but, what I'm saying. Like the, uh, If he plays, he is almost always a top five he did, quarterback. He did put up numbers even with not many. You know, he had Will that, Ford, who, Who's his receivers now? Like Cook's still there or Fuller, Fuller's gone? Yeah, he's got. Brandon Cooks is still he's there. He's got Brandon Cooks. That's his number one now, right? That's the only receiver yeah. that the Texans have on their team. It's Deshaun Watson, boys. It's a I'm bunch t- of rookies, more than likely. Well, never mind. They don't have picks because they gave those away. <laughs> but this is what I was trying to say. Like, if you look at it, I mean, look at it in the vacuum right now. What information we do have, if if he falls to number eight, which I think when we did our top, 
when we did our top like ten, five. he was number five. He was our consensus number five episode between me, you, and Weddle. It was yeah that if you get this guy at number eight and you're looking ninth, tenth round, that's value worth the risk in my opinion because you've already, if you have not draft that's if you have not drafted a quarterback yet and you you've got eight other players or seven other players. This dude is there. Despite everything going on, it is worth the risk but, to me. Like you said, despite that, his alle- allegations and all, that's one thing. But then he he's pretty much said, probably not publicly, but to his agent, to the Texans, I'm not playing for you guys ever again. So yeah. Do you, I, I mean, I that's, how he, that's how he tried to start the offseason. Yeah. But it's a little I different think, now with these allegations yeah, I mean, coming like, up. Yeah. But, even, but even with that, if I'm sitting there and I draft him, I'm like, man, I don't know if he's going to play. I don't know if he's going to be on the Texans. Like, if he gets traded, I'm even happier. So you I'm like, him, oh, this is... Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's tri- like say you get him, and then a couple rounds later you pick up Burrow or Herbert, right? You know, yeah. But the thing is, the you, potential is so high. Yeah, and you can. Yeah, if you were drafting him this late in the draft, what what I would look at is if it doesn't work out, you just stream. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. going to be games Baker Mayfield has that are good. Carson Wentz might have some Jalen Hurts, some yeah. positive yeah. matchups. Yeah. I mean, there's guys you can pick up later. Ryan Fitzpatrick, mm-hmm. we love the guy. <laughs> he's still in the league. We love the guy. Mm-hmm. Redskins, right? Yeah, he's he's, he's got he's weapons. The football yeah. team. He's got weapons. The football team. Don't disrespect Wes. <laughs> he gets so mad about it. But I, I don't even want to leave the the Deshaun Watson argument because if that dude <laughs> if that dude doesn't have any of this allegation, he's gonna play for the Texans. He's getting drafted in the fifth or sixth round. Top five quarterback. Right, he's getting drafted in the fifth or sixth round, and six is kind of pushing it. So, you're telling me he's going to drop to the ninth round or the or the eighth round? You you almost have to. Take yeah, him. you shoot your shot. Yeah, and if it doesn't work, stream. Mm-hmm. All right, Justin Herbert, next one on the list. He's number nine on the on this consensus list. We're looking at big fan. The I'm a huge fan of Justin big Herbert. Fan. I like the way he played. I like I like that he just slings it, and. Most of the receivers are coming back except Hunter Henry. So sling it, baby. Yeah. He he's great. He came in with very little training cap as a backup. Quarterback gets his lung punctured. Yeah. And he steps in and like he's been playing, you know, he's a ten year vet. Like he was awesome. Steps in against the Chiefs and almost beats him. Yeah, like this guy this guy's a real deal. And if this guy was in the draft right now, what he'd be number one or two. Yeah, personally I mean mean, personally right now, like I had him last year. I loved him. Like Soft yeah, spot yeah, for Justin yeah, I Herbert. You would. I I wrote like I rode this dude all year last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you said, you streamed him, you got him, and it, it worked out for you. And I'm telling you right now, if you ended up with Keenan Allen in the third, fourth round, wherever his ADP is, and and you go to round seven, eight, and he's still there, you better pick up the stack. Yeah, because he loves Keenan Allen. Yeah, I wasn't a Keenan Allen belie- uh, fan last year because of Tyrod Taylor. I said like, no, no way. And then yeah. he's coming off a big time injury. I think he got a uh, what was it, ankle or knee, something, something big. So he missed a lot of the year before, and I was like, no, no, not this guy. And he winds up being a probably a top-five receiver. And that's what, I mean, just so people understand, I think it was last year, I drafted Matt Stafford to be my, you know, quote-unquote starter. And I knew. I knew what I drafted, and I knew what I had. Mm-hmm. And it was, I think it was week two, I had picked up Burrow, and then I streamed between Burrow and Herbert the rest of the year. And Either one of those would have worked yeah. out. No matter, and that's just to speak on. No matter what you pick up, you know, be a, be prepared to cut them and move on. Yeah, there's guys sitting on the wire that you can stream. Don't hold on to it all all season. And since you mentioned Matt Stafford, 
that's where my list stops right here at nine. With with Justin Herbert, if I can't get one of these top nine guys we've named, I don't care because there's so many quarterbacks that are the same at that point. Yeah, I'm, I'm I, comfortable with Matt Stafford, Ryan Tannehill, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah, I'd fully agree with that. That's, yeah. I mean, the really, you know, look in like just like you said, looking at this list, this top nine is once you don't get one of these guys, look at it like streaming because the next one on the list is Tom Brady. Brady's probably going to put up good weeks. He's going to have some down weeks. The yeah. number 11 here, the same, Jalen Hurts. He's going to have some good weeks. He's he's probably going to have some real bad weeks with Jalen Hurts. Mm-hmm. I, I foresee all, this All being, or nothing with that guy. Yeah, mm-hmm. I foresee this being Match-ups. a real up Match-ups. and down thing. The Burrow, I could see that being slightly more consistent than Jalen Hurts. I don't know if Burrow is going to have like the those high-end Jalen Hurts games, but... They're going to be throwing the ball. But, that it, much. but it is like if you're looking at Tom Brady, Jalen Hurts, or Burrow as your next ones up, I mean, this is a streaming. Once you get past Herbert, it's streaming. Yep. God, I'm so excited. Can we just draft today? Like, let's go. <laughs> like, is it is it draft time for the NFL yet? This is just dragging, man. What are we, Football. Two weeks away? Two weeks yeah. from today, yeah, right? And, yep. Yeah. And that's what, I mean, it's fun looking at some of these guys. And what we're excited about is actually getting through the actual NFL draft so we can start doing real mock drafts. Yeah. Rumor yeah. has it there might be a live show during the draft. Is that not true? It there's it's a rumor, possible. There's a rumor going around. We're we're trying to we're trying to work out all the bugs. You know you guys need well, a fourth guy. I'm I'm here. Just you know. <laughs> we got a fourth slot on the because <laughs> there's two things we'd like to do. We'd like we would like to have a commentary of the actual NFL draft, but we would actually like to record the first, at least the first couple rounds of our fantasy draft. And Dude, that would be whoa, so insane. Whoa. Oh, that's news to you, huh? Don't get goldfish a mic. That's all I got to <laughs> say. Well, that's what, so what we're, you know, there's usually, you have me, me, Jeff, and Weto on the podcast normally, and we set up a fourth mic for the guy picking, and, you know, they can either explain their decision if it's <laughs> when it's real shitty, or they can, you know, they, we, you know, we can compliment them on, hey, you know, Great job. You picked what you were supposed that's to. Too, that's too bad the bum's out of the league. I would love to hear that guy live. <laughs> oh, especially <laughs> last year. Like, he defended his picks so actually, hard. Actually, after the draft, I thought he had one of the better teams. The, really o- the only problem with recording, like, our fantasy draft is how much of that I'd probably have to edit out. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, like, <laughs> you get that whiskey, you get, get that whiskey in old Guero. I mean, watch out. <laughs> All right. Let's move into sign tag cut. Woo. We we covered the fantasy quarterbacks. Let's Let's do some sign tag cut. I'll I'll start it off here. All right, sign tag cut. Aaron Jones, Nick Chubb, Jonathan Taylor. Uh, all right, I'll go first. I'm going to sign Nick Chubb long-term because he's awesome. Like, that, if he was by himself, he he's a top three running back, mm-hmm. in my opinion. But he's not. I know. But th- that dude's going to. L- look at sign tag cut in a power vacuum here. <laughs> all right. Nick <laughs> Chubb, sign. Jonathan Taylor, I'm going to tag. Aaron Jones, I'm cutting. I, I I love the potential, Jonathan Taylor. Aaron Jones, eh, you're too much money now, and you feel replaceable, in my opinion. All right, I'll go sign Aaron Jones. I'm tagging uh, Chubb, and I'm releasing Taylor. Mm. How about that? Yeah, that's a, a young that's guy. A hot I'm take getting there. rid of the young guy. <laughs> hot take, I've always, I've always been an Aaron Jones guy. It's not just because of the macho man glasses. It is because of that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I... So I'm cutting Jones. The just looking at the list, I'm gonna cut I'm gonna cut Aaron Jones. Why? 
Mm-hmm. Why? On the other two guys, like I, I age, look at age, maybe. I look at Jonathan Taylor. Honestly, this dude looks like the second coming of Derrick Henry here. Hopefully, really? he's right. There's only one. There's only one. Uh, Derrick Henry, but the big boy. Jo- Jonathan Taylor, the end of Derek the Derrick Mark you, Henry. You, you cannot <laughs> ignore the end of the year that Jonathan Taylor had. The way yeah, that guy no, came did. on during the during the cold months, it was it was insane. But that being said, I think I'm still I'm with Jeff. I'm still signing Nick Chubb. He's ridiculous. He's the just, guy's got just him, right? Because I mean, like you said, if he was on his own, no, I'm, he'd, probably, yeah. he'd be my one Th- guy. This isn't also. A, this isn't a package but of Cream th- Hunt, Nick is, Jones. Cream Hunt <laughs> is there. He's, he's taking up those those snaps. He's taking up those those goal line yeah. carries. I was surprised how many goal line carries Cream Hunt had last. But week. in a in a power vacuum, like you had these three dudes yeah, yeah. sitting in I front of you. Saying. I see what you're I'm saying. taking Chubb. Cream Hunt's in the club right now. Anyways, stand by. <laughs> and I'll I'll franchise tag for I'll franchise tag Taylor for a year and see if I can get something worked out during that. He's one more super kick from the uh, exempt list, right? Hey, this is totally random, but when you said you wanted one, like you see what he does in one more year, what if as an owner you get a guy like Jonathan Taylor and you're like he has a year like this where like he's he did okay and then at the end he did good and you're like hey you know what dude. I'll add five more years of your rookie contract right now, forty-eight million, and just like that, go ahead of time, dude. Save so much money <laughs> in your tough, future. Yeah. Totally random, but all right. So my sign tag cut's gonna be piggyback off my Hall of Fame edition. We're gonna go Steve Young, Dan Marino, John Elway. Oh man, ready to go. That's okay. I'll, I go first on this one. I'm actually gonna sign Dan Marino. I'm a big Dan Marino fan. He put up all those stats with not nearly as good of talent around him as Steve Young. Did. I mean, Jerry Rice, you kidding me? Yeah. You put true. Dan Marino with Jerry Rice, can you imagine what they would have done? Talent-wise, Dan Marino and John Alway are one, two. So I'll put Dan Marino, I'll sign, I'll tag Alway, and I'll actually cut Steve Young. Ooh. I'm, I, and Steve Young, trust me, he's, he was awesome. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's Hall of but Fame edition. I, I've always been a huge Dan Marino guy. It's is it bad to say that I think the cut's real easy? Let's hear it. It's Steve Young. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Steve Young's the cut out of those three. Yep. Talent-wise, I mean. Just because he had a bad year with the Bucks. Come on. <laughs> Everyone sucks with <laughs> the Bucks. You need to get away from it's, the Bucks. Not everybody. Tom Brady won a Super Bowl with the Bucks. <laughs> this, is, this is Bucks with that the pirate logo back in the day. <laughs> the, the creamsicle the Bucks. There you go. <laughs> the uh the hard one, the hard one for me, the, the hard one for me is signing between Elway and uh, Elway and Marino. I know, I mean, if you look at the body of work, you look, Elway's got the Super Bowls, Marino doesn't. But, man, Marino's got to be one of the most talented quarterbacks yep. I've ever seen. I'm going to sign him. Yep. I'm signing Marino. Attaboy, I'm tagging guys. Elway. I'm cutting Steve Young. I like that. Weak. <laughs> I'm I'm signing John Elway because that dude is balling out. It's John Elway. <laughs> he he's winning. He's gonna win you a shit at life. And he can't pick you a quarterback though. That's fine. He can, but he, he can play. He can sell you a hell of a truck too. Guarantee you. <laughs> however old he is, 50, 60, bet he could outplay Drew Locke right now in the NFL. This guy would have been in a major league baseball player if he wanted to. <laughs> yeah. That's how good he was. So I'm gonna tag Dan Marino solely on him not winning any ships. Like he's great, he's awesome, and then I agree. I'm gonna, I'm gonna cut Steve Young. Steve Young was awesome, yeah. but yeah, he was. What he we had, gotta cut? He somebody. did have Jerry Rice. Manny kind of penalizing for having Jerry Rice. Manny sign tag cut. Who you All got? Right, I got one. I got uh, three future Hall of Fame coaches here. What do you think? All right, sign <laughs> tag Uh-oh. cut. Oh, I'm going with Cliff Kingsbury. Oh God. Zach Taylor. 
And Dan Campbell, the bite, the bite in the ankles guy. Sign this, tag this, cut. This is horrible. Man. <laughs> Can I cut them all? Right? No, no. You got to sign one. So what's messed up is me and me and Wes, our favorite teams, both have right. That's two why, of these that's shitty why coaches. I did it. That's why I did it. I feel like I feel like part of me just wants to sign Dan Campbell, just because I don't know what he is. He wants to bite ankles. He's a bite ankle guy. But because I know, I I, I mean, after a couple of years, I already know Kingsbury and Zach Taylor ought to be out. Mm-hmm. So I'll go first if you ain't ready. No, I'm ready. I'll do it. <laughs> I'm going to sign Dan Campbell. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm going to sign Dan Campbell. I'm going to give, uh, I'm going to give Zach Taylor one more year. Yeah, you would. Soft. Yeah. Hey, soft, soft, soft is <laughs> is Kingsbury. My God, you seem like he. You seem sitting there giving massages to Vance. fucking Kyler Murray on and the sideline. Ra- yeah, he's got to get on that. Like Kyler Murray's. You're making yeah. me want to change my decision. Yeah, so I'm cutting Kingsbury. You know, I'm tagging Zach Taylor for one more year. I'll give him this year. We'll give give Zach Taylor this one more year. See if he can build it. Same thing with Cliff. And then, Dan Campbell, I'll go ahead and sign him because the other two, I kind of want to cut them both. Well, both these guys are getting, I think, one more year. Uh, if Kingsbury doesn't make the playoffs, who you might got, be on Jeff? Out. So I'm going to sign Dan, Dan Campbell. Oh my god, you guys only, are killing me! It's only this is this is as messed up as it sounds. The this only, guy's going to get fired. They're going to go 0 16. The only reason I'm not si- I'm signing Dan Campbell is because I hate the other two. Like <laughs> I want to cut the other two, and like Dan Campbell hasn't. Showed me that you're he not, sucks. You're not a Ryan Gosling fan? <laughs> so, I'm going to tag... Oh, my God. I'm going to tag <laughs> Cliff Kingsbury. You almost up in your mouth there, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tag him for one more year because he has everything around him. Yes. If you can't make it work, and if you can't change the... Because at the end of the year, everyone knew what you were doing. D-Hop had three routes. Uh, uh, it's gross. Anyways, I'm going to cut Zach Taylor because that dude, that dude sucks. <laughs> they should have hired Stefanski when they had a chance. Yeah, they should have. They also should have hired Mike Zimmer. Mike Zimmer? He's still out there? They should have kept Marvin Jones for 12 more years. Jeez. At least he was consistently 6-10. and 10. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm signing Kingsbury because I just like his Ray-Bans. I like his look. I'm uh, <laughs> tagging Taylor, giving him one more year. And I'm getting rid of Campbell. Yeah. You don't Why? want the, You don't even give him a chance? No. no. You don't want the did ankle not, biter? Did you not see that interview? Like, no man, he's he's a he's an O line coach or a D line coach. He's I just don't see coach. the problem with the ankle biter. Here's one thing you got to give Dan Campbell credit for: he fleeced the shit out of the Rams. <laughs> yeah, he did. He got Jared Goff and two first round picks for a an aging quarterback. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I'll that, give that him was that. a good job. So, but I'm pretty right. sure his GM did that. I don't think Campbell <laughs> had anything to do with that. All right, so let's get back to Mac Jones. So, if if Mac Jones is picked at three. I think we all think that's a mistake, right? Huge mistake. Yeah. Now, is there is there a chance that he is much better than people are thinking? Yeah, of course there is. There because I'm saying that he should get drafted at the end of the first round or the second round. So if this dude gets drafted by the 49ers or whoever and he's productive and wins games, yeah, there's that chance. But if he doesn't get drafted by the Niners, He's not getting drafted till 16, 18, 20. It's, it's, it's tough to draft this guy. I mean, one-year starter. Almost won the Heisman. I think he was number two in the Heisman voting. But one-year starter, best offensive line in the country, top receiving core of the country. I mean, 
best coaching staff in the country. I mean, this guy was set up to win. You know, most yeah. people are set up to fail. Yeah. This guy was set up to win. I mean, it, it would have been tougher anybody now, to screw that up. Yeah. Now the the only argument to that is out of these top picks, San, going to San Francisco at three doesn't feel like you're going to one of the worst teams in the league. That's true. I mean, if Shanahan sees something in this kid, hey, go for it. They you know, Prove us wrong. San Francisco has some receivers in place. They have... 800 running backs in place. They have an offensive line the system. Defense is coming back. Yeah. The that's the one spot. It I don't know. Like it feels a little different in that top five that San Francisco doesn't feel like they belong there. Right. But if you put any of the other quarterbacks in there, they're going to do the same now, or keep, better. San Francisco did trade yeah. up to that spot. Yeah. It wasn't like San Francisco earned their way to that spot, but they, they're sitting there. But they know who they want. But yeah, if you knew. were trading up to three, I just can't imagine they were trading up to get him. To Mac Jones, yeah. Here's here's my question: Is when you're looking at all these mock drafts that don't have Mac Jones going to three, when he, when he doesn't go to three, they have Mac Jones falling all the way towards that back half of the, the first Patriots round. I, I saw him go to the Panthers before the, they they picked up Donald. So I know Rule, the coach there, had him at the Senior Bowl and said, "Oh, this guy's legit," you know. But now they got Darnold. So, yeah, I could see him falling in the late teens, maybe even 20s. So my question is, when all these mock drafts have him going at three, they have Trey Lance and Justin Fields going right off the board right after. But when he doesn't go to the Niners, he falls. So are these other teams seeing Mac Jones like the Niners see Mac Jones? Or is this just... Because I, I you guys know, I am... I'm not saying I'm out on Mac Jones altogether, but he's not a top five yeah. quarterback pick. No. And what I can't decide is, are the Niners playing games with the other teams? You know, were they, were they trying to make it? You know, were they? You know, are they building up the value of Mac Jones, taking the pressure off of the Justin Fields thing, making sure Justin Fields fell to them at three, because all the way up until a couple months ago, Justin Fields was the two. It yeah. was two, two, Ever two. Since, yeah, they both and came out of high school together, him and Trevor like Lawrence, Justin yeah. Fields should have been going to the Jets. And it makes sense because if you just keep saying, oh, we're getting Justin Fields, he's our guy, he's our guy, he's our guy, who says the Jets don't go to his second pro day and say, hey, maybe this is our guy. Yeah. Maybe it's not <laughs> Zach. Like, I still don't know why Wilson's number two. I, I, I Honestly, I, I just I do not see Mac jo- Jones going at three. And those those betting odds you sent or Weddo sent, yeah, it's an, it was crazy. Like, he was the favorite to go to the Niners. Yeah. I, I don't see it. Man. Yeah, and I would have bet against that heavily. Yeah. I would have bet on the Justin Fields going to going number three. Oh, and, and speaking of that, I know Wes knows. We're about to get the the betting stuff going in Arizona. It's oh, about yeah. to get signed. It's about to get oh, signed. Man. Sports, Sports betting books, will be legal. And this is going to be crazy. Start working that OT, boys. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to lose all my money. <laughs> Podcast will be over. <laughs> we got all the supporters though. We're fine. Yeah, uh, we 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 break in tons of cash on this thing. <laughs> Thanks for the support. All right, guys. Thank you for thank you for joining us. If you're listening here, the uh, we we really appreciated Manny showing up here. It was awesome. I've been, waiting, time, for this, Manny. I've been waiting for this phone the, call since this podcast began, boys. Thank yeah. you. Had a great like, time. Hopefully we bring you back sometime soon in in honor of Weto. Yo, Adrian, we did it. All right. Thank you, guys. Y'all have a great night. Enjoy. Enjoy.